Today's SWAPA number is 2013. That was the last year SWAPA's internal audit committee made a formal report to our board of directors. As a member-driven organization, SWAPA owes it to our pilots to make sure that our policies, as well as compliance with those policies, is beyond reproach. Casey Murray ran for office with transparency and fiduciary responsibility as two of his key tenants. With those in mind, the board recently passed a resolution to fund the Internal Audit Committee for 2021 and appoint former NC member Hank Ketchum as chair. Today on the show, we're going to talk to Hank about the goals of the IAC, what the membership needs to know about the process, and what that means for SWAPA today and in the future. I'm Kurt Heidemann. And I'm Amy Robinson. And here's our interview with Hank Gudgeon. Hank, we know you've been around at SWAPA for a while, but give the listeners a little resume, a little background about yourself. Okay, Kurt. You know, I started out in SWAPA back after uh, TA1 was uh, rejected back in uh, 2015. And the uh, board of directors uh, went ahead and selected uh, a couple new members to the negotiating committee. Uh, at that time, you know, I was offered the uh, position of becoming the uh, financial expert on the NC for uh, TA2 and uh, went ahead and accepted that position. And just give you a little bit of background, what made me qualified for that. Uh, I have a degree in uh, finance, an undergraduate degree. I've worked in corporate finance in the commercial insurance industry and uh, hold a charter property casualty underwriter designation and an associate in risk management. So I worked uh, as a financial expert on the uh, on the uh, negotiating committee, and uh, that we took that to a successful resolution with ratification of the agreement. So once that was completed, both uh, Casey and uh, John Weeks at the time, uh, president at the time, asked me if I would uh, go ahead and uh, stand up the uh, Economic and Financial Analysis Committee, which also had industry research attached to it that's since been removed. So I went ahead and did that, started that out with a, a blank sheet of paper, went ahead and uh, put the team together uh, with Eric Schnitzler, uh, Greg Ald, and uh, Damian Jeanette, three great uh, team members. Uh, so the four of us went ahead and uh, informed the committee. Uh, I ended up leaving SWAPA back in uh, 2018, but, but left the NFA in good shape with a, with a good sound structure and a great team. And those guys have done a phenomenal job, you know, since I have left my hats off to them. Really probably the best, uh, I would say absolutely the best ENFA uh, team and uh, across any uh, pilot union in the industry. So, Hank, speaking of that, let's talk a little bit about why the board decided to stand up the Internal Audit Committee. You know, I got a call uh, back, I think it was March, uh, from Casey Murray, uh, SWAPA president, and uh, we had a couple of conversations. He told me that the uh, board was looking to reconvene the Internal Audit Committee, and he wanted to know if I had interest in uh, going ahead and uh, chairing uh, that position due to my, you know, strong financial background. And during our conversations, it became evident, you know, the board wanted to uh, have the internal audit committee structure put back into place to come in and do a uh, review of, you know, the, the organization as a whole, both, you know, from a compliance standpoint, from a process standpoint, and, and also uh, just a business operational review from a, you know, the standpoint of how the uh, union goes ahead and, and conducts their operations. And, you know, the, the, I think the uh, board had had a couple of budget surprises, you know, so also looking at the, uh, at the budgeting process 
And then also, of course, uh, you know, just a fresh new look. You, you have a new administration in place. You know, Casey Murray uh, assuming the role as president uh, on January 1. It just was a, a good fit and a natural time to go ahead and reconvene the committee. Uh, something that this board and this executive team saw is, is you know, very important to have that oversight. Hank, uh, it's the IAC. It's a committee. Is it a committee of one or do you have other people working for you or are they going to be hiring more into the committee? You know, uh, that's a that's a great question, Kurt. And it's something that uh, Casey and I discussed. He said I was certainly free to go out and and look at uh, adding to the team. You know, what I uh, conveyed to him at the time was, you know, let me get into the into uh, kind of the meat of the process. Yeah, look at what we have, and uh, then uh, possibly at a later date, if I think we need to add a team member or two, uh, we could certainly do that. The issue with audit and and you know the function that I'm performing here, you know, I kind of need to be involved with with all aspects and uh, to really follow uh, every detail. And I'm a very a very much a dot the I cross the T kind of person. And uh, so for right now, it just works better for me to do this on my own. But at, uh, at some point, if the workload were, of course, to grow, uh, we could look at adding a team member. But I think for now, we'll just keep it, uh, keep it to the one, uh, the one person, which is myself. So are you looking purely at the financials of the organization? No, it's a, it's a complete uh, review. So it's a, it's a pretty wide net that I've cast. And, uh, you know, one of the, when you're looking at both at compliance and you're looking at financials and you're looking at, at business operations, you know, it goes a lot deeper than, than, than just the finances. And, and, you know, it's really a great question, Amy. One of the things I'll, I'll hit on here is, yeah, so our, our listeners can understand this is not a financial audit conducted by a CPA firm. We have a Swapi uses an outside uh, CPA firm. They're actually in-house right now. They're doing the audit for uh, 2020. And they're the ones that'll go and make sure all the X's and O's were in place on the financials. What I'm really involved with is doing a deep dive into the financials, but probably from a little different perspective, really looking at the the revenue side, and then, uh, and then of course the expense side, uh, you know, our, our revenue side is pretty well defined, you know, it's membership revenue, a little bit of rental income, uh, from the billing itself. And then of course, investment income from, uh, from the reserve fund. Uh, so on the expense side though, it's, it's pretty, it's fairly extensive. We have 22 committees. We have, uh, we have a staff that numbers over 40 people at swap of the work full time. And uh, so there's a, there's a lot of different things we're involved with. And, and what I'm really looking at is internal processes, inter, interdepartment coordination, communication, uh, policy manual compliance. Uh, we now have a strategic plan, making sure that uh, expenses and spending are aligned with executing that strategic plan. And uh, as a result of that, when I look at the, the expenses, and there, there are quite a few, of course, uh, in my financial review, you know, I was starting with the general ledger and going through the the checking account and and looking at all the the spending on various credit cards. And when you look at the at the checking account, the checking account really pumps the 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 blood, the financial blood throughout the organization, because you really can't pay any bills or, or do any funding without it hitting that checking account. So, you know, a lot of my uh, review in the general ledger is is focused on pretty much every line item of spending uh, that we do as an organization, whether it's uh, $25 or $25,000, 
you know, getting a very good idea of the scope of our spending, how we're spending that money. And then, of course, a part of my review will be making specific recommendations to our board of directors and our executive team as to how we can better uh, or more efficiently uh, spend that money to make sure that we're, you know, our members are, are getting the most value for their for the in their membership dues. You know, my, my goal is to save this association money. You know, we're going to go through and, and, and do this review. And uh, I think as we concentrate more on the line items and, and we do this monthly review, you know, committees are going to be more accountable and they're going to have to justify their spending. They're going to have to do it both in the budget process uh, as they re- make their budgetary requests for the next year, but they're also going to have to do it, uh, you know, on a, on a monthly basis and explain, you know, the spending, the spending they just had, you know, uh, the month prior and, and what they plan to spend uh, next month and, and, and how that's uh, going to benefit our pilots. Do you have any idea of how long this audit will take? You know, it's it's hard to say, Amy. It's a, it's a very uh, comprehensive review uh, because beyond the financials, uh, you know, I'm also looking at our risk management practices, some of the other items I just hit on. I'm looking at our, our insurance policies, uh, the benefits that we pay to our employees uh, that are full-time at SWAPA all of our contracts and agreements. And then of course, uh, you know, as a result of that, there'll be specific recommendations uh, made to the board. So as I see it, you know, I look at the internal audit committee structure, you know, I, and it's one of the things I, I talked to Casey Murray about uh, when we were having our initial dialogue. You know, I, I see my role and in, in what I'm doing at SWAP uh, much more extensive than just the audit function. So. The audit piece is the is the natural first steps because it allows me to get into the business, really see how processes are have evolved, how we're spending our money, uh, and and then able to make recommendations. But then on the other side comes the implementation. So you know, implementing that and changing processes where they need to be changed, reviewing the policy manual, and then also any training that needs to be done, you know, across the uh, organization with committees and staff. So the audit piece, you know, I, I don't want to put a defined timeline on it because it'll there will probably be a little bit of an evolution. Some things will be done concurrently. And, uh, of course, SWAPA uh, is getting into their budget season that's fast approaching. It really gets, uh, get, uh, gets into full swing uh, in July. And some of my time might be uh, torn away from, from the, uh, the 2020 audit to help uh, implement some of the things that I'm seeing as a result of that to make sure that uh, we approach uh, 2021, or I'm sorry, 2022, that, uh, you know, we have uh, uh, some of these uh, needed tools uh, in place going forward. Now, Hank, the uh, swap of numbers today we said was uh, 2013 because that was the last year that the uh, IAC made a formal report to the board. What's going to be different this time compared to that version or, or what's going to be the same? Because that current uh, IAC report is available on the website if, if our listeners wanted to go read it. How is it going to be different this time? You know, it's going to be different, Kurt, from a standpoint that, that you know, I've cast, a, well, like I said earlier, a very wide, uh, extensive net here. So I'm, I'm literally looking at all aspects of our, of our business, how we conduct that business. So, you know, prior audits were, were probably more focused, uh, you know, at the committee level, you know, how trip polls were done or, 
you know, also on the policy manual side, making sure that expenses and spending aligned with uh, policy manual language. Uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, I think, going forward in terms of updating that policy manual. And then also with the strategic plan and then working at the committee level. From the report standpoint, you know, of course, uh, furnish that to the board of directors and, you know, with those specific recommendations. But, you know, one of the things I see going forward is, you know, changing the way that uh, executives uh, interact with the committees from an FP&A standpoint, a financial planning analysis and, and budgetary uh uh, review uh, standpoint. So getting involved, you know, almost on a monthly basis, uh, you know, doing quarterly reviews from an operating committee structure, really what's done in the corporate world. So taking the, you know, what is a, a monthly budget that's built into an annual budget, uh, making sure that committees are, are spending their money accordingly, making sure that the that spend is in line with executing the initiatives that are outlined in that strategic plan and, uh, you know, understanding what the, the committees are trying to accomplish going forward. So, you know, you might have a, a situation where one committee is running under budget and isn't going to need, need access to that money, you know, in the future uh, during the uh, fiscal year. Uh, but you have another committee that, that had a, a, you know, big project come into their purview and they need to have funding for that and we can reallocate resources to do that. But it also gives that, that, um, a little bit better insight from, uh, from the executive team into that budgetary process and how, how we're, uh, how the spending is aligned with the uh, goals and initiatives of, of the organization to ensure that, you know, the strategic plan, the policy manual and spending are, are, are all aligned at the, at the uh, committee level as we engage in our projects. So as an example, like for instance, our safety committee, if we, if we don't have an accident or an incident, we, we might have budgeted for things during the year that, you know, would cover that. But if nothing happens, then that, that money could be allocated to say contract admin who had four SBOAs in that same year or something like that. Is that kind of what you are thinking? Yeah, that's exactly right, Amy. And that's done today, but it, but I want to make it more granular. The budgeting uh, cycle, as as we go through it once a year, what we would what SWAPO would typically do is take in a, a line item, you know, be it a trip poll for for committee, and they would take that and divide it by twelve, and then that would become your your monthly budget. But let's let's move that down to like our benefits committee. Uh, so our benefits committee. You know, if you're looking at, at their spending in terms of trip poll, they get really busy around uh, open enrollment. So you'll see their their uh, salary wages and benefits piece kind of spike during that time. So if you were just looking at their budget, if I took their annual trip poll number and I divided by by 12, I would see that they're running under budget through the first half of the year, right? Um, and I might misallocate that and, and you know, and, 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 and say, okay, well, I can move some of that money off. But we need to know that, hey, later on in the year, you know, obviously, as we get into the, into the fall, uh, you know, we're going to see a, a big spike. So they're going to need that money. So so that's what I'm I'm getting at from a monthly review is is really aligning the spend for at the committee level and making the budgets, you know, more in line with with how spending is actually accruing on a on a monthly basis instead of what is very accurate at the end of the year. 
uh, when I look at a, a 1231 scorecard, but if I'm looking at a month to month basis and I simply took expenses and divided by 12, you know, I'm not getting as granular as I could. So I'd like to see that, that change so that we really can manage cash flow uh, very efficiently and, and know where we stand uh, on a month to month basis. I know one of the the complaints that I've heard in the past is that the yearly budget doesn't always necessarily reflect, you know, you, you end up with, with things, you know, throughout the year that, that show up. Is that monthly budgeting process? I mean, I know it does give more transparency to the membership as a whole to see where money is being spent regularly, but does it actually help from an accounting standpoint as well? Well, the account on the accounting side, it's very detailed. You know, there's codes assigned to literally every dollar that's spent. Uh, so, you know, if you, if you saw the detail, like in the GL and the general ledger, uh, you know, it's very, very detailed. Uh, but I think one of the goals of the board of directors and, and the executive team is to push out a little bit more of that line item transparency out to the membership at, from the committee level, instead of just looking at, at, you know, I guess what I would term is just like a blob of expenses, you know, which basically in, is hotels and triple, uh, you know, you see a lot of that in our committee budgets, but maybe pushing out a little bit more uh, from a line item standpoint, uh, assigning costs to projects and and more of the, more of the work that's, that's being done, but that's going to take time. That's not something that's going to, you know, occur in, in the next few months. I mean, that might be a two to three year process. Uh, you know, it, it takes time to, uh, to, to implement these things and they aren't done overnight. Would an example of that maybe be something like in the comm committee right now, there's a blob, like you said, of, of money for my trip poll as the comm committee guy. But we also have enormous expenses in communications that we pay for, like, uh, the reporting point when we start printing things, when we start making, uh, you know, they're not enormous expenses, but uh, we do bag tags. We do other kind of box stuffers, uh, less now. But all of those things are sort of those projects. Are you saying that maybe the membership will start to see this chunk of money is for reporting point printing and this chunk is for X and Y, that type thing in the future? Absolutely, Kurt. That's a great example. And uh, and that's where we want to take this is, is to having more transparency and, uh, you know, in those various line items uh, in, in understanding where that spend is going. Is there any part of the organization that you particularly won't be looking at? You know, I'm really, you know, covering all aspects of, you know, the, the, the areas that I'm really focusing on are how our departments work together. And uh, obviously, from a process standpoint, and when you're spending money, you, you have your executive and supervisory review. Uh, you have your uh, accounting finance department, and then you have your legal department. And all of those three corners of the organization need to be able to work very effectively together in order to, to you know, have very uh, defined and uh, smooth uh, procurement processes and also the way we interact with uh, external vendors, contractors, and the way money's being spent. So, you know, those are three of the, you know, kind of main areas, you know, I'll be looking at. You know, also looking at uh, not only from the from the financial side, looking at the, uh, the income statement, but also looking at the balance sheet and, you know, understanding what the association's liabilities are going forward. And, um, you know, and of course, where our assets are, the majority of the assets for the organization obviously lie with, you know, the fixed assets that we own and then also the, uh, the reserve fund itself, but understanding the liabilities is an important part of that as well so that we can uh, plan for the future. 
And so, Hank, you've, you said that it's, you're starting with the kind of the big picture and then you're going to get more granular as time goes on. Do you have any reportings or any findings so far that you could share with the listeners? Anything in particular that you've learned so far? Well, you know, Kurt, I'll, I'll share with the, you know, obviously my reporting will be share, shared with the uh, board of directors first. But, uh, you know, one of the one of the things I think that, d- that does need to be addressed is the uh, procurement process, like I said earlier, and, and how we, you know, just better defining how we, we interact with external uh, resources that are doing work for SWAPA, be it a contractor or going out and buying a laptop computer. And uh, incorporating, you know, best practices from a risk management standpoint and, you know, getting legal involved early on to, uh, you know, in contract review and uh, making sure that everything's uh, kind of every box has been checked before uh, before we go out and and actually, uh, you know, do any funding. So what happens when you actually do report your findings to the board? Well, you know, that's, that'll really be up to our, our board of directors and our executive team. I'll make a report. I'm also, you know, as things come, come about, I'll, I'll obviously, you know, report things as I, as I go along. I'm not going to wait till the very end with some massive report. But once I, you know, release my findings to them, part of my involvement as I see it going forward also is not just, you know, here's, here's a, a laundry list of things uh, that you might want to work on. But, uh, you know, my also getting involved with the, uh, the implementation and the coordination. So I really see, you know, the internal audit uh, committee being having a little bit more of a broader reach from an operational standpoint and, and implementing those best practices into the operation and, you know, getting them up and running and working closely with our great executive team. Uh, and our board of directors. Thank you, Hank, for taking the time to talk with us today. We know that getting up to speed and started has been a big undertaking, and we really appreciate his time. Also remember that if we want to hear from you, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, please email us at com at swapa.org. And finally, today's bonus number is 14,850. That's the number of entries in the 2020 accounting ledger. As Hank pointed out, it's a tremendous amount of line items to sort through, so he already has his work cut out for him. The good news is, having known Hank for years now, I know that SWAPA has the right man for the job to ensure that the membership's dues are well spent. That's 424 last week, it's Charles on a Gulf Union mile and a half final. We can call them. We two six left, third land. Third land, two six left, South 424.